Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. We've got a massive weekend of football fixtures, some records broken, some big results, and anything else we can get up to. Let's go. Cheesecake. It's good. Yeah, it was nice. It's good. Where was that from? Just Tesco. Oh, yeah. it was good. Other cheesecakes are available. <laughs> They're not <laughs> so, sponsored with a pod. Yeah, you don't work for the BBC, you're all right. Yeah. Um, do you know what? It was a lot of um, interesting results this weekend, but I do have one big question. Uh, is this the weakest Premier League ever? I, I, I don't even know how to answer that question. I don't even know what you're asking. What do you mean well, is it the weakest? Liverpool just broke the record for the most for the best start in Premier League history after, after 21 games. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. The way I think of it, or the way I see it, it's particularly in recent memory, or, you know, for however long, when I look at this Liverpool side on paper and in person, there's a, there's a few teams, not to take too much away from them, there's a few teams in Premier League history that I would say is better than them. There's a couple of Manchester United teams in there, certainly a few Man City teams in there, at least one Arsenal side in there that I would put above this current Liverpool side, but to have only drawn one game and won the West, uh, won the West, Jesus Christ, a tongue twister, won the rest after 21 picks and have the best uh, point score at this point, it's, it's weird, do you not think? Um, what, you think that's saying the rest of the league is just, the quality of the rest of the league has gone down? Yeah, I'd say so, right? Potentially, because we would talk about the big six, let's face it, United aren't great Arsenal are terrible Tottenham are terrible Chelsea are okay Leicester have snuck in there and City's the only team really to challenge so of the of the top six there's like one of that one outside of Liverpool that's that's performing so in our in our day they used to in our day when 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 it was the Fergie Wenger era and it was all of that they used to you used to always say if you lost more than four games in a season, you basically weren't going to win the league. That's how Fergie and Wenger and everyone would look at it. Like, they'd lose three by Christmas and you're going, they've got to win basically all of them. So it was always, there was that barometer because they always knew they were getting somewhere between 80 and 90 points to win it. But in the last two, three years, City and Liverpool have just drastically changed that. There's never been, season, like they've broken the record last season, the season before, there's never been someone hitting 100 and now it's happened twice, it's going to happen three times in a row. So, well, they won 100 points last year. Yeah, what I mean is, it never happened before. City did it two years ago. No one had ever got 100 points. And then they do it. Then they both do it last year. And now probably Liverpool will do it again this year. So you could argue, when you look at... You say, oh, Arsenal have got worse and Man United have got worse. And they have. Um, and everyone's talking about the rest of the league maybe catching up. But maybe it is that. Maybe the bigger teams have just dropped down to the level of that mid-range. So now there's just a, a sort of massive gap. In in our day, I'll say it. In our day, for the most part, of the Premier League there was always the you know the big four teams, and then it kind of stretched. Maybe what about three or four seasons ago? It stretched to the big six. Well, when Spurs came into it, yeah, and then you know uh, and City, late, the big, yeah, the original, late, yeah, late, late nineties, throughout the nineties and probably early two thousands, Chelsea was kind of like the back end of that big four, even though they weren't challenging for titles yeah. until the early two thousands. 
now there's no there's there's there's, there's it's, it's, even looking at it now there's supposed to be Liverpool and Man City as the top two but Man City's not even in it. It's just the one side. And would you say that this Liverpool side is the best side you've ever seen in the Premier League? They play some of the best football. I say they're in the conversation, but oh, I don't yeah, think absolutely. They are. Like uh, the only reason you it's say funny because there's a meme that went round and it showed the 2008 teams and it had like Drogba and Lampard, it had Torres and Gerrard, it had uh, Rooney and Ronaldo, and it had Van Persie and I think like Fabregas or someone. And it was like. No one gets a hundred points when these guys are around because it's because that's if you think top six, that's what uh, ten games that should not be easy wins. Yeah, like so back then you knew well, it was a top four, but the top four was strong. Like pretty much the home team won it. So that's why yeah. Mourinho would go and get nil nils away at the top four. I think he knew if he did yeah. that and won the rest of his games, he'd probably win the title. I think the for me one of the big issues is playing styles and how before you had personality throughout the league so you knew do you know if I went away to Stoke it's going to be a tough game because they play a totally different style like you had a handful of teams who tried to play a certain way a handful of teams that played to their strengths now if a team tries to play to their strengths for example Burnley it's seen as ugly it's seen as boring it's and then, you, then too many teams are trying to play football. Yeah, Aston Villa was what second bottom, bottom. Yeah. After they got hammered six one today, and at least three goals. They just they've just passed it from their keeper to their defender to their keeper, and then City would just score. And you're like, why are Villa trying to pass out like play a certain style and get hammered six one? The same thing happened with Bournemouth today. They got battered by Watford. It was like they're trying to play a certain style. But that's because nowadays it, it almost is like it's acceptable to lose games and not be the best if you're playing attractive football or the fans are enjoying it. There's, there's definitely a stigma around <clears throat> the style of football these days that there wasn't before. Like, you know, like think about when we were growing up in the Premier League. Everyone was 4-4-2. It was all about get the ball to wingers, cross it in, the big man on the top, loads of headers scored. It's just completely different now. So I think that... I hadn't really thought about it before, but there's probably something about... The style of play, which is open, which is about passing from the back, which creates more mistakes just naturally, yeah. which means that more goals are scored naturally because these top teams are better. They have better players than the others, but they're all trying to play the same. You're always going to lose. And mentality. I think mentality is just weaker. Yeah, but you're talking the about team, that. Sorry. I was going to say mentality is weaker. Like I, you see Villa lose six one today. If I see it in uh, back in our day, if you saw a team lose six one. That team had a red card. Someone's gone down fighting. Yeah. Do you know how they, yeah, yeah. they, they, they've gone down with a fight? It's interesting like. to see how many like proper thumpings teams have got in the last few seasons. Because Actually, you, you see, you see nine nil, it was 9-0 earlier. We broke the record, <laughs> or joint, joint record ever this season for a loss was less than Southampton. How often would it have been that a team would have <clears> lost <throat> by five goals, four goals? Like You lose by three goals, I remember. That would be a bad loss against yeah. any side. I, I think and it changed beyond probably Mas- twenty ten. The last decade, yeah. I think that changed because Ancelotti's team used to hammer people. Man City's team for the last few seasons, they went seasons. Remember when um, they would win six nil, seven nil quite regularly. May United obviously beat Arsenal eight two. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Um, there were, I think, in the last decade, the whole there's just been a push on goals. Like it's all been about entertainment because it's te- televised. It's goal bonuses. It, are yeah, probably goal bonuses. Everything, right? So, <laughs> well, probably, but. I think it's just the style of football has well, changed. You know, that's why. The reason I thought of this right is because I like generally in sports because um, you know we watch we know and we watch quite a lot of different sports. 
I love living in a time when we're just witnessing greatness in a lot of different yeah. sports and how, you know, Federer and tennis, Federer and Nadal, and all, any of the top four sort of thing. Um, you know, I watch a lot of basketball. I'm watching Golden State being just absolutely dominating. LeBron James being the best ever. Serena Williams tennis again. But, like, you look at the game yesterday against uh, Spurs versus Liverpool, right? Liverpool winning 1-0, and there's no effort for, uh, for Spurs trying to beat uh, Liverpool, even trying to get a draw. When I look at this Liverpool side, and I see that they've hit a record that no one's ever, that no one's ever got to, there's almost a bit of resentment because I don't think I'm witnessing Great. greatness. I don't think I'm witnessing think the you're best what, side I've ever no, but you know seen. No, you I think you are witnessing, you're witnessing the best manager. You're witnessing the best coaching greatness. Yeah? That's what yeah, you're yeah, witnessing. Yeah. Yeah. Fergie came out today and said Klopp's the best manager there's ever been. Ever been? In the Premier Ooh. League. I, I, they said, do you rate Klopp higher than yourself? And he went, oh, he's doing things I can't do. Yeah. Which is a response you'd expect because yeah. great, play, great players, stay great humble. managers Hashtag shouldn't, yeah. yeah. Like, you should never deem <laughs> yourself great. I agree. No, <laughs> so, Mourinho, yeah. I completely, completely agree with you. That's, that's why... Until he, re, like, he rebuilds. That's what separates that Fergie team. from the rest for me is rebuilding. But that, that Liverpool team, you look at the... And as you said, man for man, you look at the players like Gomez and Henderson and Milner and even Wijnaldum. And yeah, these are all really good players, even Firmino. But would you, would you ever... Would you put these players in a team of the decade in a team no. of... Your lifetime, you'd never put any of them individually, but collectively, what he's doing in coaching these players is just unbelievable. But I look at Salah, and I don't look at Salah thinking, <clears throat> I feel like he'd be in a Mares type situation if he was playing for Man City. I don't know if he would get yeah. in that starting lineup. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he'd get in City's lineup. But I genuinely he's, think he's too wasteful. But he's one of their best players. Yeah. But it's the, it's the system. That's the beauty. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And that is why they, they go and beat Everton with the kids who are you know, older than Man United's team, but still. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, like that's why because he's built a system everyone knows it everyone plays it he's, he's basically created the modern day wing back which was starting to come anyway he's kind of looked at that and gone I know I can, I can build a team it's no longer about having two up front it's no longer about having a number 10 it's no longer about having a number 6 like, it's all about wing backs it's all about build up play from the, like, from the wings he's just completely changed it and I think that's something to be said about um, Pep Linders is their first team coach who he's had everywhere he's gone he's basically taken with him uh, and the guy, a few years ago, he went and took a uh, first-team job, I think, in uh, the Dutch league. Mm. And he had lasted about four months, five months, and then he got fired. hated it. It was terrible. Went, and Klopp was like, you're coming back with me. And uh, you ask Klopp, and he'll say it's him. Like, it's everything. This guy is unbelievable. And you hear him talk, and you hear him... Because uh, he, he started doing press conferences. He started, he's starting to get a bigger name for himself, this guy. And he's quite an, an inspirational guy when you hear him. And he's quite amazing. And he takes a lot of the coaching sessions. So... I, I just expect there's an element of Klopp being the man manager and being that guy, but having an amazing coaching staff around him. They're just doing stuff that's never been done before. Well, part of management isn't necessarily like going out on a on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and coaching actual sessions. That's what they've coached for. Yeah. The manager's there to just kind of organise everything, isn't yeah. it? You find the best coach that suit you. You think of a way of playing and you kind of just, you know, man manage and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. the best leaders it, have just people be, around them that can make them better. That's It'd be interesting to see how Liverpool do next year. Because... Yeah. If you listen to, uh, so what was it, uh, Wilder's interview after the Sheffield United game, and he was saying what's Im- most impressive about this Liverpool team, which he didn't see until they played them, is not tactics, it's not their, their way of playing, it's their hunger for f- first and second balls. Oh, yeah. He's like, every player goes in for that header, and as soon as the ball's lost, they're first to it. And that's not anything new. That's something managers try to get out of players, but 
struggled to. So potentially yeah. being at a team that haven't won the league in 30 years, being half coming so close last year, the hunger is naturally there already. So he's it's like, <clears throat> do you remember Pro Evo? You could have random arrows. Yeah, and the grey like, arrow. Everyone's ev- on a red. Everyone's, everyone's on, on a red up. at Liverpool. Yeah. So what will, what will really be a test for Klopp now is... One, how, how they keep it up for the rest of the season. And once they win the league, how, how much, I think you'll see a lot of how much they drop off after they win. If they win the league and they continue like this, then, then I'll be then very impressed. It's also, it's also interesting to see how... Because he, he seems like the proper man-manager. But I think it's very difficult to get good players now to just sit and stay on the bench. Because even Shakiri must be thinking to a degree when he's not injured, like, I should be a first-team player in some teams. They are, they are a bit shallow if you're comparing yeah. them to Man City and a lot of other sides. So next year, if they're trying to go for Premier League and Cups on top and trying to fit that sort of stuff, are they going to be able to get players that are willing to sit on the bench? Well, what seems to be good is players like Shakiri, Origi. They're, because they're bringing players up, like yeah. Shakiri probably thinks sitting on the bench at Liverpool is better than playing for Stoke. Do you know? It's, <laughs> it's, oh, it's, but in yeah. your head, you think, I should be starting. No, but I think but I he's getting he players does. who have been. Hum- he's this, got players who have been. This is the team hum- doing the greatest thing you've ever seen in the Premier League. Yeah. You can't sit on a bench and go, "I should be playing," because you're what you're watching players yeah. do stuff that's never been done before. Win every single game. You can't argue that. And and they've signed players that have been humbled, like yeah. who have gone like and realised, or oh, maybe I'm not. Like Shakiri went what from Bayern Munich to Stoke, yeah. and everyone. F- Thought this guy's going to be great. He actually was okay. You reckon they'll sign Delafeo then? <laughs> that's it. But that's the that's almost the type of player they he will get greatness out of. Like if they sign someone from Real Madrid or PSG, then it'll be interesting because yeah. that will be a big personality. But when you've got someone who's actually come to Liverpool and has been humbled, so like Ox, he wasn't in Arsenal's starting lineup. I mean, like he was the struggling. transformation of Ox is just incredible. I remember seeing this clip of him. I don't know if it was like a when he was really young in um, in England training, and he was getting these balls just outside the box. One touch, bang, right foot, top corner. One touch, bang, left foot, top corner. And he just kept doing it. And you think if he can do like I know it's just not, uh, unopposed, but that's the yeah. talent. Well, I Just think at, at Arsenal talented. for ages there was this thing. It was a bit like James Milner always said he was a centre mid yeah. at Villa, but they played him on the wing, and he never he never seemed that great at Villa. And then suddenly he's been great at City and great at Liverpool. Same with Ox. Like I think he was they never really good at Newcastle. Milner, he, <laughs> he was played centre mid. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, but that's it. It's like position, and it was like Arsenal just refused to play Ox in the middle. Mm. Liverpool play him, and you're like, actually, centre midfielders who have a bit of pace actually make a difference yeah. like I genuinely think and I, I, it's going to sound ridiculous and I know you're going to hate it but I genuinely think if we hadn't lost the Ox for the, the World last Cup. World Cup we might have won it that is exactly what we're missing pace yeah. and creativity in midfield is the one I, thing I that felt team that, didn't that was a huge blow every other position we had someone half yeah. decent in that replacement we had no one to replace it's almost Ox. like Madison bit, bit too late isn't it yeah Madison's a slightly different player. They're, they're similar just in their some, ability. Just another just mid- enough creativity, creativity in that midfield is all that was lacking. And, I think and we, we probably had Henderson a year too early. Like Henderson was probably the one who choked the most against Croatia. Yeah, he doesn't look like a player who would choke now. And you're like, his mentality seems to be different this season. Maybe massive. look at last. I think season. before it was like you're just some fake Gerard wannabe. Yeah, and now you're like, oh, you might actually. Do you know what? he, do learned, it, he you know? learned from the. 
pretty much one of the best at it, right? Yeah. See, that's what Steven Gerrard was. His entire career was that. He was a leader. He was emotional. He was the guy that took he it felt most like Rob- the Rob- yeah, He learned Robertson, from that guy. Yeah. Yeah, Robertson Hen- and Henderson are there to protect the other nine players, isn't they? Yeah. As soon as anything happens, they're both over there like two walls. Yeah, but Robertson's like, Scottish. He's just crazy. But Henderson used to, I think, used to try and overextend himself. He thought he was better than what he was. He, he's trying to make these long balls and he, I'm taking the free kick. I'm doing this. You're not Did you see him against Spurs? He was yeah. pinging 30 yard balls. He I was, think, he was just yeah, I think actually yeah, but he was just do, overdoing it. Even Steven Gerrard to a degree at the back end of his career, he was just doing these long diagonals thinking he's making headway with it. And I mean, like, I'm not... I hate big long diagonal balls because it's almost like, yeah, you can hit you can hit a post from about forty yards right across the pitch, but now you've got to trust that player to take the touch, get that ball down while the player's coming towards him and actually do something. Yeah, but they end up just passing the ball backwards. So it depends. So the whole it depends on the tactics of what the team are trying to do. The reason Liverpool actually the, the way they play, the reason they do so well is, and the reason Trent is so unbelievable at right back for them is because he can ping. 40 and 30 yard balls the way they play is because they shift left and right there's a squad yeah, he, he they give him the ball the box, and he pings it about 34 yards he takes out their entire midfield in an instant and then you've got Mane, Salah and Firmino and Mane and Salah's pace it's, they're, they're gone and they've shifted the other so everyone's shifted right he's pinged it left and Mane's just got enough space to take a touch turn and he's off he's at the back four and it's only subtle things like that where sometimes you think oh look at that just a flashy pass but the reason Liverpool do it is they do it for a reason. They're not just doing it for the sake of it. They give it to Trent, no, he pings it, and they've got a ton of room on the left. Tr- Trent's different. It's like Kevin De Bruyne. That bo- that ball is going in the box. That's not going past the box on the left hand or right hand side. Trent does That's it all the time. The he pings it right to the corner. He he, he well his passing is unbelievable anyway. Oh, it's but uh, yeah, th- some of the teams when they do it, they do it for a reason. Admittedly, I think Gerard did get to a stage where he just looked up and thought. This team's not good enough. I'll ping it to the right wing and hope for something. No, I think it was his legs were gone. And that, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't run with the balls, so it's easier to kick the ball 40 yards yeah, than true. run 40 yards. <laughs> true. There you go. But, um, yeah, I don't know. So, what was your question again? Is, <laughs> is this it the weakest Premier League in history? It's not the strongest. It's definitely it's not, not the strongest. strongest. It's like, you've just na- when you were naming those pairs, like Van Persie and Fabregas and Torres and Gerrard, name the pairs now. Like what, who are they? Yeah, we've got the you've got City and Liverpool, but take that out. What are you going to do, Mad- Madison this, and Vardy? I've got this. Probably not going to go down in history. I've is got it? this picture of that Man United side, and was it against? Um, it wasn't against Fulham, but Rooney and, and Ronaldo just having that crazy. Just um, it was against Arsenal. Yeah, that counter attack. Yeah, against, against Arsenal. Arsenal. Oh, dude, yeah. They did it a few. times I mean, they did a lot. I know what you're thinking. It was the Arsenal. The one way, just that did that little tap back, and then yeah. just just charged. Their pace down. was scary though. Those two. Like they, that, those are the kinds of sides I think about which are better than this Liverpool side. You've got a team like Spurs, yes, and granted it is Mourinho, but all these teams are just capitulating to Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're fucking handing Although them. Although they were so close that, to getting the draw. They were. I mean, they did exactly what Mourinho asked, which the was plan. stay in it for 85 minutes and try and, and make it Le- in the end. And if Lechesco, whatever his name is. Le Celso. Le Celso. If he... Yeah, how did he miss? I, he made perfect contact. That's the problem. It hit his He hit it too well. He hit it too well. It just went past the post. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's not good quality. I look down the league and just think like, there, there aren't those pairings, there aren't those world class players, and that is weird when you think about what's happened to the Premier League. Because uh, if you go into the other leagues and look at Barcelona, when you've still got, I know you've still got Messi, and it's a bit different. But maybe it's a shift in generation. Maybe there's like the older ones that are just. I've actually got a point about similar to that kind of a subject later on, but. Maybe it's just like the old ones are dying off and we're getting new guys where... Maybe, yeah. I think we, well, I think we are. You sign players like Pepe for 
X amount of money trends a young player. You know, where the young players are going for big bucks, but we don't know whether they're good or not yet. Yeah, it's just... And also, we, you're right, we, we're in, we a, write transi- off too we're in a bit of a transition because you know, there's a lot of, of careers ending. Like, you look at people like even Zlatan, right, who scored this weekend. You look at Zlatan, you look at Messi and Ronaldo, and all, all the players that have been brilliant for the last 30 years, 20 years, yeah. like, all coming to the end. And there are a whole crop of newcomers coming through. And I like, our, the Man United team is one of the youngest ever. This Liverpool team, look at their kids, it's unbelievable. City have loads of youth players like Sancho just going out on loan and doing what he's doing I think you have got a load of young players coming through who I, I don't know it's a different generation I think but I think they will peak came at the right time. I think they will peak yeah. at different times I, like, I, I just think transfer fees got ridiculous oh. so you now have to pay 100 million for unproven talent mm. and and the time has gone so you used to say foreign players took a year to get used to the Premier League like they have to but settle now, in but they don't because the Premier League is now a foreign like, league like, basically so but it's more yeah, home life more it's, like not, admin, it's not it's self admin yeah your house are you going to be able to get a house that you like that isn't going to get robbed are you going to be able to speak the language and feel yeah, comfortable you, are your wife and your kids going to be happy you know it's all that other stuff yeah because like Di Maria when he signed for Man United there's the story of his house got burgled yeah. And that was it. He had decided he wanted to leave after that. And just, unfortunately, the way players are today, they don't have the ability to perform while on, like, yeah. unhappy. While mentally unstable, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They just... Sure, fair enough. So there is that... There isn't time anymore. Like, you, so you are going to see youngsters because if you can't... If it's going to cost you 45 million for an average midfielder... Like, You're going to play your kids. Yeah, yeah. they're talking about like Lingard costing 40 million if anyone wants him. It's just like... What a fucking steal that would be. Get rid. Hey, he's still young. Yeah. 28. Fuck yeah. Is he 28? 28 this year. Mate. Crazy, isn't it? Jesus. Um, Big future, though. Big future. <laughs> I want to go a bit left field with something, but do you want to talk about more the Premier League? Or... Go on, then. Yeah. I just saw this tweet this week, and I don't know if it should be like a regular segment, because I often get confused. But I just wanted to ask you if I'm right or wrong. Go on. Because um, the FIFA World Cup 2018 tweeted out one of the El Clasicos from 2005. Um, and they just wrote in the, you know, the description of it. They were like, I'll read it out. Throwback to El Clasico in 2005. Zidane, Ronaldo, Beckham, Raul, Roberto, Carlos, Michael Owen and Casillas versus Ronaldinho, Eto, Iniesta, Xavi and Puyol. What a fucking game. Legendary. Does Michael Owen's name belong in that list? No. Wasn't that the game? Did he score a hat trick in that game? No, I don't think so. Well, did he score a hat trick in a Clasico? No, he scored against Barca actually. He scored a hat trick against someone else. Do you reckon that's why his name's just in that then? Because he scored? Because I thought that was a bit weird that his name was mentioned. Yeah. There. It, like, you're listing. Is that a UK based Twitter handle that's done that? Or is it's that a like... FIFA World Cup? Oh well, no! It was the starting lineup from Classico in two thousand. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if it's like if that was designed oh, for a UK audience, I'd the reason they're yes, saying Owen is because Owen for us is huge. Maybe, but if that's for an international audience, I don't think internationally Owen was thought of as one of. He the He won the Ballon d'Or. Like he was, he was. Oh, he did, didn't he? He was quality. Like he, oh, I know he was good. He won like, the treble that wasn't. The Real Madrid didn't sign him because he was a nobody. Then what is it? Then why am I thinking that he doesn't belong there? Am I? Am I just remembering like some because his, his career? Yeah, career, yeah, career ended I do think English players suffer because they retire in this, con- in this country normally. Now some of them are going abroad, like to America, to retire. They'll be thought of fondly. But when you yeah. see the decline of a player... Like Ashley Young. Like Ashley, yeah. No, because Ashley Young could go to Inter Milan, mm. this transfer window. And I will see him off. And he, 
is personally you're going down to character yeah. <laughs> personally well <laughs> done Ashley well done <laughs> no but he you'll be the only one there. he will there will be many United fans who are like good he's got to go yeah, but yeah. he is actually a good servant. Oh, of the he's club. been massive for us. Just English people massive. just have a bad view of our players because watching, watching Rooney, Rooney um, soccer box, and you like what player he was. Boy, what was player. so good? So but good. seeing his decline means we won't fully appreciate Rooney for probably you another know, five, six. The irony is he's playing. He's going to play really well in the championship because he's going to clear up because it's useless, and uh, we're all going to remember how great he is again. Is there something to do with the England side as well? How you perform for England? Because Gary Neville asked. A really interesting question about um, uh, his regrets as an you know being an England player. And do you think that players from after nineteen sixty six will always have regrets and always feel bad about their England career because they no one's ever achieved? Yeah. And the, the English public will view them the same as that. Michael Owen winning Ballon d'Or was just this young kid just coming out of the box being amazing. Right, goal but for England, I mean, yeah, and, and the same thing with Rooney in the the, the Euros, what, 2004? Yeah. Just unbelievable. And the thing is, it's because during the 2000s, we just came really close. We got knocked out on penalties golden, three tournaments yeah. in a row. Our like, golden generation should have won it. But, should have won it. But they kept going. They, they had a very poor manager who we thought was brilliant at the time in Sven. Mm. Like, to, like... Did yeah. you think he was good at the time? Oh, yeah. yeah everyone, he was everyone good. He, he, he was going to replace Fergie in 2000. I saw his wife and figured he must be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he had the, they're like, oh, he's got the best record of any England manager. You're like, he had the best team of any England manager. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know? It's like. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we'd be against, like, Portugal, and, and he would just go defensive after, at half time, and you're like, and then Portugal would score, and we'd score five minutes later, and you're like, see, this team can score when you allow them to score. Yeah. But, yeah, it just. I think because we come so close, there's always regrets. Like, there's always... We go out on penalties. We go out in draws. We, like, there was that one 2010, we lost 4-1 to Germany. Yeah. And it should... Uh, the yeah. Lampard goal that And it should have been 2-2 at heart. So even the year we got battered, it was like... We were battering Germany. That goal Germany. made a difference. We yeah. were all over them at that yeah. point. Like, genuinely all over them. And it would have made it 2-2 in a totally different game. They caught us on the counter-attack twice. Yeah. Ozil, Ozil was so fast back then. Ah, <laughs> like, that was the making of Ozil. That was when uh, burnt Gareth Barry, didn't he? When he went, yeah, no, that's when, not too difficult. When <laughs> he went to uh, Real Madrid, yeah. Gareth Barry just kept ca- there's little things like Gareth Barry regularly keeping Carrick out of the England squad, and then you like Carrick goes down as one of Man United's best players. Gareth Barry is just okay. Isn't it? Just the journeyman who happens to have the most appearances of anyone ever in <laughs> yeah. the history of the Premier League. That's one of them things where, again, witnessing greatness, you're like, he's got a massive Premier League record. You're like, it's Gareth He's Barrett. got the Premier League yeah. record. Yeah. No one, if you no don't move a lot, you're not going to get a lot of wear into it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just found that a bit odd. Fair yeah. enough. He was a good player, though, I mean. I still remember the moment when he scored that goal yeah. against Argentina when he was 18. He didn't know what to do. He was just like hands in the air just kind of... Oh, yeah. when t- I, I, just, I still love... Like, have you heard when Skulls talks about it? Then Beckham got sent off. Yeah, but have you heard when Skulls talks about it? Because obviously he weaves it all the way through yeah. and Skulls is right there to bang it and he doesn't give it to him and he takes it himself. <laughs> and Skulls always says if he hadn't scored that, he'd, I'd have been fuming at him. He'd have been in a lot of trouble. No, good for him. Um, should we go to our game or results league? Uh, sure. Yeah. Which one? Results league. Results league. Let's do the game first because the game's a bit long. Okay. And then uh, we'll go through um, results league. All right. So, um, as we've talked about, Liverpool set a new record for the highest point count um, at this point. Through, in the at season. this point in the season, twenty-one games. 
um, which I thought was a bit ridiculous. So what I've done is I've gone back through every season in Premier League history. How much, uh, how much time did you have in your hands? I didn't take that long. <laughs> Just took me about two and a half hours. No, but um, I like the prep and the workload. It's good. There you go. Thank you. For, for once, one of us have done some work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, uh, I've gone back through every season and we, we are doing high or lower. So we're going to start off with which team had the highest point count okay. uh, with 21 games through a season. And then we'll go to the next season and you've got to say whether it was high or lower. So you're going to say the, the team and the year? Yeah. And we got to say whether it's high or lower at this point of the season. Yeah. In January. Makes sense. Yep, that makes sense. Um, one of you can decide whether to start or not, um, because I don't know how it's going to work out in terms of fairness or not, but... I'll start. Go. Yeah? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Lower. <laughs> because, because there's quite... <laughs> if you say Liverpool. <laughs> because there's quite a lot of... Um, because there's quite a lot of uh, seasons that's already gone, we're going to do a timer of 10 seconds. Are we doing because oh, we're doing all seasons in the Premier League season, since yeah. ninety two? Yeah, it's eight. All right. Yeah, um, is that twenty eight? There's two seasons where it was the exact same points, so we're just going to skip it. Nothing for draw. So I don't know how to make that uh, fair. Make sense? I have no idea what you're saying, but just if we've got twenty eight to get through, we better start now because we're going to be here tomorrow. Well, yeah. Look, say so. The first season of the Premier League was the ninety two ninety three season. Yeah. In that season, Manchester United won the Premier League with eighty four points. Halfway through the season, Norwich was the league leaders. Yeah. After twenty one games, with forty points. Okay. Yep. So in the two ninety three ninety four season, Dan, um, was the points halfway through the season higher or lower? From Manchester United than 40 points. What? I don't understand. Obviously it was, was it? lower because you just said Norwich were top of the league. Norwich were top of the league at 92-93. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. The following season Man United were top. Did they have more points than Norwich the year before? After 21 games. Ah, no. Lower. Uh, it was in fact higher. I do understand what I'm doing. Okay. What Did year are you talking about Norwich? 91? 90, the first year in the Premier League, 92-93. So you're then asking about 93, 94? Yes. The, okay. Well, it wasn't clear. Right, okay, I'm with you. Right, I'm with you now. I knew this would happen. All right, go on then. So, so uh, what, how many was it? It was 52 points. Okay. Higher. Manchester United also won that league with 92 points. Mark, the 94-95 season, Blackburn Rovers were the leaders halfway through, but was it higher or lower? 21, 21 games, not halfway through. 21 games than Manchester United. It was lower. It was lower, <clears throat> 49 points by Blackburn Rovers. They also won the league. They did. 89 points. Alan Shearer. Danny, did you get it? Yep, I'm with you now. 95-96. I'll keep track of the score because there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Manchester, uh, Newcastle United were the top point scorers in after 21 games. I love it. Were they higher or lower than Blackburn's 49 points? I think they must have been... Lower because United had like a ten point gap to catch. Take your pick. I'm gonna go lower. Uh, no, I'm gonna go higher because oh, they had a big gap to catch. I was thinking higher. logic so higher. They were lower. Oh, oh. United had a big gut. They were like ten points yeah, to catch, yeah. right? Blackburn Rovers forty nine points. Newcastle United forty eight points. Oh, Manchester United won that league with eighty two points. Next year was it Arsenal? Well, 96. 96. 96, 97. Yeah, it was Arsenal. Right. No, wasn't it? Uh, Twenty-one games. 
I'm trying to guess who it would be. So, in 96-97, I should have done that, isn't it? But oh, who won the league? No, who was, who was leader halfway through? Yeah, that would have been a way better game. 96-97, Liverpool were the highest points <clears throat> lost after 21 games. But was it higher or lower than 48 points from Newcastle United? I'm going to go lower. It is lower. Yeah, Arsenal was That was their first of their three keep, being two points. Yeah, that was first of their three being top at Christmas and not winning. There you go. Yeah. Manchester United won that in the ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, Arsenal was Arsenal double. Yeah, yeah. seventy five yeah. points. One of the lowest. Um, I think that might be the lowest uh, points to win the Premier League. Yeah. In its history. Tough league. That, yeah. Worst league. <laughs> so they're the worst team in Premier League history. Yeah, there you go. Danny, ninety seven, ninety eight season. Mm-hmm. Man United were the highest point scorers after 21 games. But were they higher or lower than Liverpool's 42 points? I'm pretty sure Arsenal won that season. I'm pretty sure United collapsed in the last few games. So I'm, I think they were higher because they were, they were doing quite well up until then. They were higher. 46 points. Arsenal won that season with 78 points. Yeah. There you go. What's the scores on the doors up to this point? 2-1, but I've got a game in hand. 98-99. <clears throat> Chelsea were the highest point scorers after 21 games, but were their points higher or lower than Man United at 46 points? Um, I'm going to go higher. Chelsea that was United's treble year, right? Yeah. Yes, Man United won with 79 points, but Chelsea were the leaders halfway through with 40 points. Oh, so low. And this was one of the rare occasions where the points were lower after 21 games. But the but score the was higher. Like, yeah. Now, second half of the season, United didn't lose a game, basically. Uh, Dan. Yeah. We're up to 99-2000, is that correct? Yeah. Half, uh, 21 games halfway right? through the season. 21 games through the season, Manchester United. We can presume that bit from now yeah, on. Yeah, I know it's 21 <laughs> games, I've got that bit. <laughs> yeah, it's it. Well, I don't know how to say because I keep saying halfway through the season. Well, whatever, yeah, we get yeah, 21 games in, uh, Man United... <clears throat> were the uh, top point scorers, but were they higher or lower than Chelsea's 40 points? Definitely higher. Yeah. Definitely higher. We won that league. Easy. Yeah, won, smashed yeah. that league. 47 points was higher, correct? Which was about 80 something, 86? 91 actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. High. Uh, this next season was actually the exact same. 2000 uh, 2001, Man United also got 47 points after 21 games, but they actually won the league with less points at 80 points. Yeah. But Mark. Did you give me a point for that? Oh yeah. one oh two, can you guess who was uh, the league leaders after twenty one games? Arsenal. No, no. Leeds. I was just about to, ah, just about to say it. That was uh, Mark Maduka and Harry Kuehl's year. That was the David O'Leary era where they spent all their money. Uh, so Arsenal Leeds won. were they higher or lower than Man United's forty seven points? They were lower. They were lower. Forty one, and Arsenal won the league with eighty seven points. Yeah. There you go. They came third in the end, didn't they? Or did they come second? Who, Leeds? Leeds. I think they were fourth. Was it fourth? Third, yeah. They got Champions League, but yeah. I can't remember what. Because the season, I remember Ian Hart's free kick in the Champions League the season. was crazy. 0-2-0-3, Dan. Arsenal were the league leaders after 21 games. But were they higher or lower than Leeds' 41 points? 0-2-0-3. Was those four the Invincibles? So 0-2-0-3. They must have been higher than that because they were already starting to smash teams. Higher. Higher than 41? Yeah. Correct. 
43 points they were. Just Do you remember who won the league in 0203? Arsenal. Arsenal. No, it was Manchester United. Oh, right. 83 points. Okay. I don't think Chip, Man United, Arsenal ever won the league two times in a row. Really? Oh, yeah, you're right. Because up until oh, recently, did you say Arsenal won the league the year before that? Yeah, they yeah. beat. They oh. Because um, okay, that's why I was like, City have just were the only team, other team to have won it twice in a row now, weren't they? There you go. Mark. Man United were the league leaders after 21 games, but were they higher or lower than Arsenal with 43 points the season before? They were higher. They were by a whopping 50 points. Woo! Some of these I wish I did extra points because who won that league that year in 03 or 04? Arsenal. There you go. That's the Invincible Invincible season. 90 points. Yeah. Cracking. I think we've, other than that one, we've got all the league winners. Yeah, it's only because I didn't think he said Arsenal the year before. I was like, okay, it must be a year off. I was going to do, oh, extra point for league, uh, for who won the league, but I feel like you guys would have known a lot of that. That's all right. Yeah, we'll do got. Oh, sorry about that. Not that you would have noticed, but we had some technical difficulties. Right. Dan. Yeah. Uh, 04 05, Chelsea were actually the same points midway through the season. 21 uh, games in with 50 points. They also won the league with 95 points. Great. Thanks. Remember that when question? that was a big score? Yeah. Yeah. Was that Mourinho's first year? Not 2005. Yeah. 05-06. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea again were the leaders halfway through the season with tw- mm-hmm. uh, after 21 games. Were they higher or lower than Chelsea in the season before with 50 points? So I reckon they're surely lower because Man United won that year, I think. So lower. It was higher. Ooh, Chelsea really? won it that year. Did they yeah. win? So they won two in a row? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. And their point score was higher That's with 58 points. But they lost. They won the league season with ninety one points, which was oh, lower than that. Wow. Okay. That's where the famous Mourinho third season collapse comes from. Ah, okay. Oh, no, but he normally doesn't win his first season. Wins his second and collapses in his yeah, third. Yeah, that's what. But that's that his... first spell at Chelsea was different. Yeah. Oh six, oh seven, Mark. Man United were the winners of that league with eighty nine points, but after twenty one games, how many points did Man United have? Was it higher or lower? Than Chelsea's 58 points. It must be lower. Of course it's lower than that, surely. Uh, it is lower. It's got to be a record. Yeah, 58 points at that point. Yeah. What, that's one now? 61. That's yeah. one win away from Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. So that is lower. Oh, Correct. I haven't, I haven't been keeping score. Uh, oh, you're definitely winning. No, did you get the last one right or wrong? No, you got, got it wrong. I don't think he's right. got one right, has he? So loads right, what are about? Yeah, uh, it's 5-3. Yeah. There you go. 07 08. <laughs> It's funny, I know who won all the 90s, and I'm, the, the middle of the 2000s just can't place like what happened. All the years blow into one. Because you've actually got other things going on. Maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't an eight-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> all right, go on then. Figured out masturbation. Seven, uh, 07 08 was Ronaldo, right? That was the Champions League winning Rio Ferdinand Ronaldo. I yeah. know, what did it say? 06 07 we're up to. Oh. oh, okay. Man United were the leaders. After 21 games, was it higher or lower than Chelsea's 58? No, that's what no, I no, just did. Oh, just yeah. Oh, seven, oh, eight. Arsenal were the league leaders after 21 games. Was it higher or lower than Man United's 53 points? No, you've skipped one then. No, I haven't. No, no, because Man United... Uh, oh, they were lower. Top. Oh, okay, lower. 50 points for Arsenal. Yes, correct. Man United Good won point. that season with 87 points. Yeah, 5-4. Going into their treble Premier League titles in a row, 
Man United won that league with 08-09 with 90 points. They were also leaders after 21 games, but was it higher or lower than 50 points from Arsenal? It was higher. It was in fact lower. Mm. 47 points. Wow. I think that was that... Was it the Fabregas season there where he was just playing out of his mind and Maybe. Arsenal were just ridiculous? Well, and then oh, over the 07 08, and then quick, quick, the Christmas period just absolutely decimated Arsenal. I remember oh, the injury started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. the start. Who was the physio you got? See, the thing is, the thing is those <laughs> three Louis, years blur because Man U were just so far ahead. Because yeah. like, that, that was Tevez, Ronaldo, We Rooney, got to three Champions, League, three Champions League finals in the four years. Yeah. Like, they lose oh, against this Lost to Barca. Go on, carry on. We're nearly there. Where are we up to? 2009. 09 010. Danny. Uh, Chelsea were the league. Are we not 08 09 now? No, we just did that. Chelsea were the uh, league winners with 86 points. They were also the leaders after 21 games. Higher or lower than 47 points? Higher. They were higher. 48 points. Well, it's 5 all. 5 all. Wow. I've got a shot in hand. (laughs) Uh, Mark. 10 11 season. Who won this season? Man City. No, it was Man United. Oh, was that the Van Persie but, year? Yeah, Plague 80 is, points last year. But they were also the leaguers halfway through the season after 21 games. Was it higher or lower than 48 points? <sighs> well, that's getting tough. That's yeah, tough because I remember we did. We, we were like winning. A, it wasn't a, lot, a good season. But we were winning but from losing positions. So I'm going to go higher. It was in fact I lower. lower. Yeah, We had a really poor season. 45 points. I think that was a poor <clears> season for the Premier, Premier League in general, yeah. It was Fergie's last season, and they just everyone just kind of let Fergie win it. Well, in in the two thousand at least, that was definitely the lowest uh, winning margin by points for yeah. the Premier League. Chelsea were in turmoil after <laughs> Mourinho, and uh, yeah, it all crumbled. And yeah. and um, what's his name? Was Chelsea. it was it Mark Hughes? Was it City that year? I think. Yeah, it was all going. Oh, Manchester? No, not Manchester. Did yeah. Chelsea win the Champions League that year? <laughs> yeah, because Di Matteo came <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. 11-12. But that's why they were crumbling in the league. That's what, Man on. City's first... Aguero! Who can forget that magical moment at the end of the season? <coughs> they won the season with 88 points. 89 on goal difference. They were yeah. also the league leaders after 21 games. Was it higher or lower than 45 points? Um, I remember they went. They won their first 10 games. So I, I'm, it's got to be higher. It was higher. It's 51 points. Taking the lead, Danny. Boom. Look at that. What a turnaround. Only 50 more rounds to go. <laughs> They're still listening. Congratulations, because yeah. I'm not. I spent a lot of time on this, but finishing this. this game. We should have just done like the last decade. It I would go fun. into, but I did all that work, innit? Right. 12 13 mark. Man United won the season with 89 points. They were also the league leaders after 21 games. Was it higher or lower? Oh, was this the Van Persie year? Then? The Man City's 51 points. What? Oh, then I'll go higher. Yeah, I think this must have been the Van Persie year. So I'll go higher. That's 52 points. Correct. Wow. Because <clears throat> I remember Van Persie's year, we won loads from losing positions. Hmm. Okay, cool. 13-14. You're one behind, Danny. No pressure. No, 6 all, did it? Oh, yeah, 6 all. Eight, all right, yeah. Getting in my head. 13-14, Man City won that season with 86 points. Arsenal, wow. League leaders after 21 games. Yeah, I remember at Christmas, someone going, oh my God, they're going to do it. And then crumbled, injuries, standard Arsenal. That's the season. No, actually, that's not why. Um, was that higher or lower than Manchester United season below? I'm going to go lower. Correct. 48 points. 14-15 mark, Chelsea won the league. 
Surprised? No, uh, and it was Ancelotti, right? Yeah, high high scoring, high points, big scoring games. They won the season with eighty seven points. They were also the league leaders up to twenty one games. Hmm. Was that higher or lower than Arsenal's forty eight the season before? I'll go higher. Higher by one point. Forty nine points. It's funny how close all these numbers are. Like most people are around around about the fifty mark. Yeah. I think Those if you teams. get to that point, you're not getting relegated. Well, you think well. like Liverpool on 61, so yeah, Chelsea yeah. on 58. So it's only one one swing. Like, yeah, so it's still ridiculous. 15-16 <clears throat> season. We're nearly there. Who won that season? 15-16? Yeah. Uh, Man City? No, 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 no. Leicester? Yes, oh, come yeah. on, boys. Oh, yeah. After 21 games, though, it was tied. For league leaders, we're not going to go with goal difference here. No, it was Arsenal and Leicester City. Do you remember Arsenal won the league in February when Welbeck scored in the 92nd minute against Leicester? That should have been our season. Goodness me. Yeah, 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 I remember that. But was it higher or lower than Chelsea's 49 points? Ah, lower. Has to be. This year, 43 points, correct. Chelsea. 87. In the 16 17 season, won the league with 93 points. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's obviously. Chelsea (laughs) were also league leaders after 21 games. Higher or lower? It's got to be higher, because that was the year Mourinho won it, wasn't it? And he held on after such a good start. Higher with 52 points, correct. Danny, 17-18. Manchester City won with a record at the time, 100 points. In the I wonder what this... Man City were also the league leaders after 21 games. Higher than 52, higher I reckon they were on 58. Close, 59. Whoa. Zero points for you. I'm joking, you get one point. Nine, and then eight. finally... It's 9-8, Mark. Finally. 9-8. <laughs> Going into the last. 59 is huge. And bro. road tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Last season, Manchester United. That can't be right. Man United were top. What? No, Man City. Oh. I, I wrote Man United. Man City won the league with 98 points. Liverpool were the league leaders after 21 games. But was it higher or lower than Man City's 59 points? has to be lower. Yes, of course it was lower. It was lower. Yeah, because Man City was the record Liverpool yeah. just beat. Well, great. After all, all that, that time... A draw! draw. <laughs> what a fucking waste of time oh, that was. No, have, you got, have you not got a uh, tiebreaker? Um, I do have a tiebreaker. Let's go with who won the league the year before the Premier League started. In fairness, Danny, we got, what, nine right, three wrong. That's pretty good. That's all right. <laughs> I'm more impressed that we knew most of the winners of every year. I'd never done that before. That's quite. A, I know. Yeah. See, I know most of them. I just get because the way the league, the years are in 0203. Sometimes I remember 02, like Arsenal. Yeah. And then 0203, I'm like, oh no, I have to remind myself that's actually too like that's United. Do you also feel like you can sometimes place a kit in a year as well? Yeah. Like, like that 2008, I remember the kit they're wearing. Like the 99, you obviously remember the kit they're United wearing. And the Dreamcast uh, 02 and 02 that was ones the, the O2 for one. Arsenal. Um, anyway, what's your tiebreaker? The tiebreaker is, I'm just going through it, just keep talking for a sec. Are you making one up as we speak? Yeah. Are you, are you doing maths Shall we just head? leave it? Yeah. <laughs> We've already wasted 20 minutes of everyone's time listening. Lovely. Everyone who was listening has turned off. <laughs> oh, look, even she's tired. Uh, yeah. <laughs> After 21 seconds, here's the combined score. Higher or lower? There you go. All right. Is it draw then yet? Yeah? No, come on. Just you give just us some question. You tiebreaker. Well, you must be calculating something in your head. How many times uh, closest to 
were the league leaders, not the winners of the Premier League during the Premier League era. How many times were the league leaders, not the league... The league leaders after 21 games, not the winners at the end of the season? Who's going first? You guys pick. Mark. <laughs> what are you doing about the Leicester one? Yeah, when they're, they're drawing. They were league leaders. True. They were, well, they, uh, they were joint top. Well, goal difference. It's like saying Man, Man United won the league. They were league leaders. They don't count. They don't, uh, so you're not including that year? So no. every, every other year? Okay. So... We have that one. That one. We had... How many seasons did we talk about? 27 seasons? Something like that, yeah. Come on, say a number. No idea. Yeah, you get five. Surely you're not going to count it in your head. Four. Right, I'm going six. Three. Go I'm going seven. Danny's, Obviously, Danny's closest. It was ten. What a waste of everyone's time! These games aren't a waste of time. That one was great game. It's one of them games which sounds good in your head, and then in actual fact, it's awful. Thank you. That I was like good fun. I'll you. take all the points. There you Thank go. You all the points much. go to Danny. Congrats. All the points. Talking of all the points, you're the only one that got any points in the results league this week. Who me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I got a point. That's a lie. I got oh, a point. I got two points. So just jumping in, uh, game week three two. Chris, you went for Watford to beat Bournemouth two 0 away. Oh. It was three 0 Very so close, close, but you get a point. Almost, almost went for that. Point for the result and point for the away bonus too. That's two points for you. Lovely. Uh, I went for Everton to beat Brighton and I went for two one. It was in fact one nil, so I get one point. What was the Watford score? Oh, and Mark went for Bournemouth to win four one at home to Watford. Clearly I'm drunk. Clearly drunk and not looking at the game's fixture lists or the, the form list, sorry. Do you know what? Uh, bit, zero points. I saw the form was bad, but I thought Josh King was bad. But He's been playing the last few weeks. Yeah. Uh, what that does to the scores on the doors is that currently puts Mark still in the lead on twenty six, but the chasing pack are catching, Chris on nineteen, Danny on sixteen. Must point out that if you hadn't already remembered on the last page of this tab, we've got the rules. And it very clearly, there's only four rules in this game. It's pretty simple. And it very clearly says, minus five points forfeited from overall score for each time one of the above rules is broken. Chris, how many times have you picked Liverpool to lose? Yeah, I know. I, t- I pointed out to you earlier. Yeah. Two times. So that is already minus five. You put uh, Liverpool to lose what? Pick them Twice. to win. We can only pick uh, Liverpool sorry, to, win. to win. To win. When did you pick... Sorry, he, remember we said you can only pick Liverpool and City to win once this season, and he's picked Liverpool to win twice already. See, I, I can't remember, but it just it says it on your your fandangled. Well, you just need to go up the list, and you can see. Yeah, you pick them to beat Leicester three one, and, and you pick them to beat Watford two 0 Literally two weeks apart. Right, you guys need to be helping me out with this. Yeah, shit. Yeah, we, well, should, so we should have called it out. Don't forget, Mark. I haven't forgotten. Your last-minute change of Aston Villa, where you'd already picked them three times. He is the he is the so GK. I haven't forgotten that afterwards when I pointed it out, you went and changed it. But, but it was before any games were. Yeah, up. but you would. It was only because I told you. We've changed and I teams have told before. You. Yeah. So, oh no, that's that's on you then, isn't what? it? <laughs> you should you no, should have no, saw no. it out. Anyway, um, so that's the current standings. I changed it before the deadline. All right, go on. It's your it's your, it's your game on fantasy, so it's your chance to. Uh, are, Are we not doing the fixtures? We're doing results. Oh right? yeah, of course. Have you chosen who you want? I've already chosen mine. Well, yeah, then I've yours, thought ahead. I've got my one as well. Um, so this week I am going to be picking a home team 
And I'm going to be picking a team that just lost by six goals. Uh, I'm going Brighton to beat Villa at home. And I'm going to go for a solitary 2-0. It's a good one. Good one. Um, I'm going to go for a team that I haven't picked to win yet this season. And hopefully they'll beat a team that's just lost reeling from a home fixture loss against Southampton. Because I'm going for Burnley to beat Leicester City. Wow. At home. Because wow. I've got to pick them at least one time this season. Probably twice. So why not when Leicester City are scrambling? What score? 2-1. 2-1 to Burnley. Yes. Burnley at home? Yes. Wow, that is a big call. Got to pick no, way, home. no way that's happening. All right, then. Go on, Mark. Yeah, 100 quid. Right, I'd take that bet. £100 on one odds? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've got You're better off putting £100 on Burnley in the bookies than giving me £100 if they win. I've got to pick yeah, Chelsea to lose. You can see the face. See the, mm-hmm. look at your face. Fair enough, yeah. You can't... You can't, uh, you, don't just, you can't pay for that kind of pleasure. <laughs> Come on, Mark. I've got to pick Chelsea to lose. Okay. And they are notoriously bad against Newcastle. They are, but they are an away team under Lampard, don't forget. But yes, they are notoriously bad at John James' Park. So you pick Newcastle to win? I'm going Newcastle to beat Chelsea. I almost did that. I'm going to go 2 1. We've all gone home fixtures. The The away thing is. (laughs) <laughs> it's starting to leave us all when we realise we need some points well, I've gone into this really bad habit of only doing my football accumulators for away teams that I think would win <laughs> and it is really really bad yeah they don't win I now. did one bet this year where I, where I won um, and it just hasn't worked out well since uh, yeah gamble responsibly people right um, uh, Mark do you want to take us through your incredible fantasy football performance this weekend yeah it all started with Captain Inaguero. And, and that's where it, say the rest where it ended. <laughs> let's just say the rest is history. Uh, I don't so, know what you finished on in the end. Who's 81 points. Me. Who's your crappy Campwell. transfer? With two. Sterling didn't play again. So shame. I actually spent four points to bring Aguero in. And he got me 40. So I think that's a... 40 points? Yeah. Fuck. So uh, That's good. I think that was a good. a good transfer in this week. That is a good transfer in. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you finished on 85 points, although 81 if you take away the four. Yeah. Um, that's good. But that's because Kane got injured, so I had to had to swap Kane for Aguero. See, it's luck forcing your hand. Me and Chris both captain Rashford. That was a good move. He was a good captain for us. But just... Can you believe he took him off on a hat-trick at 59 minutes as well? Is he not thinking about fantasy, fantasy football? <laughs> Did he <laughs> play 60 minutes to get that extra point? He must have been injured because he's got the yellow... He wasn't ball. injured. I watched it. He wasn't injured. He... He was like totally, he, he fell down because he's got like a dead leg. He's like, got up, he starts hobbling and then his number comes up and he looked to the bench and he was like, no, 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 no I'm fine, I'm fine. They're like, no, number's up. He's like, oh, not a hat trick. Easily would have got it as well. Ole's trying to win his fancy football league. Stupid. Anyway. Um, so it's your transfer this week, Mark. Yeah, and if I haven't got it up, it'd be rude not to bring in Aguero for a Bamiyang. With Aubameyang, oh. he's just suspended. Oh, yeah. Aubameyang suspended for three games. Very true. So, uh, if we can afford it, that's what I'll do. Have you got it open? Uh, I don't, but I will do if you give me. Well, that. Oh, can I've only got enough money for that. I think you do. Well, think we, think we got about four million in the bank because we, we remember we got rid of a load of. Uh, it's not like Aubameyang's some cheap. You got two point <laughs> eight million in the bank, and he's ten point eight. Definitely. So you've definitely got you got thirteen point six, and that's so you can have my captain anybody be. you want. Are you are you sure you don't want to think about Liverpool's double game week the week after next? No. Okay. Cool. Aguero. Well, Liverpool are going to lose this week. True. So, do you want me to put, do it for you? Seeing Aguero? as none of the league are able to take points off Liverpool, only United. 
I guess we're going to have to do it ourselves <laughs> this weekend and take more points off them. Uh, do you want me to do this off for you? I'm quite up. Yeah. Aguero for... Aubameyang. Aubameyang. Make Aubameyang captain. Make Aubameyang uh, captain. Make Aguero captain. And I'll... Against Crystal Palace. At home to Palace. Come on now. You want to Palace. make Aguero captain? Palace. Huda is Palace. Uh, you don't want De Bruyne? You want Aguero captain? Aguero captain. Who's your vice? De Bruyne. Okay. And you've got currently See, Rico, Man City Fleck, now and Kelly on the bench. Man City look like a team that have got the the fight to chase Liverpool down. Now. I agree. So I agree. Although I know you're you're getting all these double game week players in, but I think it's time to get City players in. I've got City players in. It's the only guy I don't know is Aguero. Yeah, but if every, if teams keep just capitulating against Liverpool, they've got no chance. Yeah, it's tough. Anyway, but they'll good stuff. Man U will beat them this week, and we'll see. People will see. They'll start crumbling. They'll start crumbling. I'm telling you, Bruno Fernandes, he'll get signed. He's going to score on his debut for Man United at home to Liverpool. And the whole the whole world's going to go be crazy. be all over again. The whole world's going to go crazy. Do you know what I just thought? I think the reason I resent Liverpool so much is because I don't see them being better than the, under, the, the Invincibles. And if they go the whole season without losing, that just isn't good for anyone. Right. No, it's not. Why? I think that just leaves the front three back four. Yep. Yeah? Why? Um, Why don't you go first, Chris? Well, look, do you know what? Um, do you know, I'm ready, actually. I'll go first. Uh, in my front three this week, I don't know if you guys seen it. It's been hitting the, uh, the uh, old social medias and clips everywhere, but it's Ricky Gervais' Golden Globe speeches. Have I thought that it? might make it. I it was brilliant, it. wasn't it? It was oh, really good. Yeah. And like, have you ever seen his speeches before? Yeah, I've, I've, I watch I've him every. Big yeah. fan of him. Yeah, not it, what his Golden Globes or yeah, his Gob- yeah. uh, well, whatever he hosts. Yeah, so, yeah. and um, so I was looking forward to this one, and he did not disappoint because he oh. absolutely roasted them beyond belief. Like Zaniolo's so, uh, just done in his ACL. <sighs> you have got to get him out of F- That's too late. Football index. Get him out, he's get tanked. him out. It's too late, he's tanking Dan's lost price. 25 grand in two minutes. Oh no, <laughs> oh, got to move some money from so Switzerland. Literally, just bought it recently as well. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Oh, I, just, I was like, what's all these notifications on my phone? I'm like, oh. It's your bank manager saying you, you, <laughs> your mortgage is <laughs> So many else ACL injuries. Oh, oh, ridiculous. Oh, he is visibly shook, boy. Oh my. I was so going to say, did you see Xavi's becoming Barcelona manager? Is he? But Has he got the job? He's just turned down the job. Yeah, I'm not surprised. He's turned down the job. Yeah, he's not ready for that. And they're going to lose Messi next year. He's not going to do that. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Ricky Gervais. Very good. Thank you. Ricky Gervais' Golden Globe speech, I'm sure everyone knows it at this point, but he absolutely destroyed... Like, usually he's quite bad at taking the piss of people and celebrities out of yeah, yeah. This time he just, just held nothing back and he was talking about Jeffrey Epstein and... Um, how they all know him and all of this stuff Bill Cosby jokes it was ridiculous but the one that made me laugh the most was because um, this one hit a bit close to home when um, well, he got a bit preachy at the end to be fair didn't he uh, about don't well he uh, basically said at the end um, let me see if I've got this right because I love reading but he he goes if you win an award tonight don't you, and he said this before don't use it as a platform to make a political speech <laughs> You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. <laughs> which is quite funny. And when he started talking about how Amazon and, and if, you know... If ISIS oh, had a days, streaming service, most of you would be, be on the calling your agents. <laughs> did you not see it? Yeah, yeah, I did, oh. I did, I did. Oh, man, he just absolutely destroyed them. So, um, do you know what? Good for them. I fucking hate these award shows where they just go <sighs> on so about preaching. nonsense. 
Because, uh, you know, um, Joaquin Phoenix, Stella McCartney tweeted that because, oh, he's so great, because he's getting a bit preachy. Because yeah, he wore the he's, same He's opted tux. to wear the same tuxedo. For two to weeks. Every, to every award ceremony he's been at. To, <laughs> to, to lower his emissions. That's for, ridiculous. For two, two weeks, he wore the same tux. I'm like, I'm still wearing Praise the same Phoenix. suit. <laughs> I mean, it's like, how stupid do you have to be? How... Ignorant and oh my goodness! Oh, you're doing I think so fantastic. There's a few. There's like, I don't mind celebrities have like having their views and saying what they think because they do have influence. So when it comes to like the Australian fires, they can generate money, they can generate publicity, but it's their inability to see any other view but theirs. It's not like it's not their views that I, I dislike. It's their this. You have to think this way, or point. you're evil. Well, a lot of it's the hypocrisy. They're yeah. telling you, they're probably filming themselves on their phone for their social media, on their private jet, talking about how we need all need to start yeah. taking public transport to lower emissions and riding your bicycle and all of this stuff. It's 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 that sort of disconnect that they have. Yeah. But it's like because we've got a platform, we're doing something, but we don't have to abide by it. The everyday person has to abide by it, and that's the message. It's just so so funny. And then I guess comedians in general seem to be having this backlash against the the woke left or whatever you want to call it because they're all sort of every special you see on Netflix there's a section in it where they're talking about freedom of speech and yeah. um, people with being a bit too far gone when it comes to you know that leftist type attitude which uh, so I'm sure it hurt Mark quite a lot but <laughs> yeah um, in my back four this week is uh, the Great British Subway. Bake Off oh. <laughs> I thought you'd have got angry at the vegan meatballs sub that's oh, uh, no, the meatless no. meatballs oh, don't even I've got a vegan one yeah. KFC have a vegan burger Burger King have a vegan burger no mine, mine's the um, <laughs> mine's going to be the TGI Friday you know vegan what? steak vegans <laughs> vegans go eat all this fried vegan shit and think you're healthy and better than others you can die off early and stop telling me about what I need to do can I change my back for it's a fucking injuries well, you kidding can me do. Mbappe's <laughs> just got like a horrific knee injury as well are you kidding me well look look I've oh. still got my back for today so let's you can do whatever you like after that because yeah. it ain't like you have one prepared anyway yeah. I actually even have the things. I've even got the tabs open and everything. In my back yeah, four this week <laughs> is the Great British Bake Off. Okay. Because here it comes, guys. We just saw it on when you guys first got here. Channel 4 has a new show. It's the Great Pottery Throwdown. It's terrible. Looks is terrible. that some Greek show or something? <laughs> <laughs> very good one. Very good. <laughs> 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 very good. Very good. Very good. It's not racism. That's what they Greeks do. throw plates. And they hang near their wives. They throw them. No? Oh. No, Chris. Oh. No, but uh, yeah, so Channel 4 has uh, the great pottery throwdown, sorry, which is a spitting image of, it must be the same producers of the Great British Bake Off, but you'd think they'd try and make it look a little bit different. It looks exactly the same as the Great British Bake Off, just a bit odd. And it was a li- we really saw the first episode, funny enough, just just um, uh, you know going through the TV channels. It was quite interesting, you know, quietly high talent, skilled people. Chris, um, it was awful, and none of us are going to watch it. Let's be honest. You know, the only way- I might watch it. I'm quite into that sort of stuff. Have you ever seen that one on um, Netflix called uh, Blown? Where it's the one. It's basically the Great British Bake Off for people that do glass blown. Fair enough. Yes, I haven't fun. seen it. I remember you said. I feel like if you it. don't watch soaps though, and it, and it, oh, I guess it's not celebrities, but I feel like all these celebrity shows now. If you don't watch soaps, you just don't know who any of them are anymore. They're no, 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 I don't bother them. When they start taking like their influence and stuff, I've got no idea. 
But uh, yeah, watch out, Great British Bake Off. You are old news and pottery is the new news. We've got a pottery thing down here where, um, where I live and I bet you now that's going to start blowing up. There'd be huge outside the doors. We go next weekend? Yeah. Pottery making. Let's there do it. For stag do. Cool. Can I, shall I go? Uh, sure, if you want to go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Found something, I'm no, no, I've got, I've got mine. I was actually... So My I had, back for this week is injuries. <laughs> I, so I did actually have two things. I wasn't going to talk about this, but you just made a joke about vegan. I don't know if you saw that TGI Fridays launched their vegan steak this week for twelve ninety nine, Made from... Get ready. Beetroots. Watermelon. Uh. <laughs> watermelon. They basically cut up a watermelon, fry it, and they're like, yeah, tastes just like steak. Yeah, I've heard that one before. Get out. It's I've watermelon. I've heard that one before. It's watermelon. The steak is finished with an avocado sauce. Anyway, I wasn't going to say that, but um, it was funny. Uh, no, my back four this week is that's, that's, Marseille. That's dinner and dessert. Yeah. Marseille. <laughs> uh, specifically, Olympic Marseille, the football club, are in my back four this week. So there's been lots of talk this week because uh, last weekend football was, related. Yeah, this is football, unbelievably. Um, uh, everyone goes on about the FA Cup, what an amazing uh, tournament it is, the oldest tournament in football. But it's like the League of Giant Killers. But the Coupe de France, which is the equivalent in France, actually has over eight thousand teams that enter every year. Genuinely, eight thousand teams enter in in round one, wow. and last weekend was round three. And what typically happens in France is you get these. Um, amateur football team because everyone in every team in the country is entered into it even amateur football teams enter into it uh, and there was some amazing results last week because like uh, La Reunion who are like a really tiny little island had to travel for thousands of miles went and beat like a, t- a tier 3 team but there is an unwritten rule in France which is in the third round is that when a big team gets a little team in this case Marseille were up against I think it was a fifth tier team uh, tre- uh, they are called uh, uh, Trezelac uh, there is an unwritten rule which says that the top team allow the amateur team all the gate receipts because it helps the amateur, it help, helps the football around the country. So last weekend all the games happened, typically that's what happened. Marseille came out and went, yeah, we're taking our half, thanks very much. Uh, and, and they've gone absolutely crazy about it. The whole country's going, what are you on about? You can't take half. And like, well, yes, we can. There's no law. They're going, yeah, but it's an unwritten rule that we've had for years and years. Why have they decided to do that? So... They're, they're, they've come out and said, uh, but I won't read the whole statement. But the, 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 like reading then. The CEO has come out and gone, we'd like to congratulate Treselic for a remarkable performance. Because by the way, it, went, it was 1-1 and they took him to penalties. And uh, Marseille won 4-2 on penalties. Mm. So they nearly got knocked out by this nothing team. Anyway, they basically said, look, a bit disrespectful. We, we believe that even, uh, we had, they said it cost us £65,000 to make the trip to this stadium, we agreed to play in a slightly bigger stadium so that there was more tickets and we bought 75% of the fans. So we think it's still fair that they're only getting half the tickets. It's still more than they would have got if we played in their little 3,000-seat stadium. To which they've gone, no, that's not how it works. Everyone agrees. This is... It's, it's charitable, right? These people, this is an amateur club run by volunteers. Just give them the freaking gate receipts. Well, charity does start at home. And they won't. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of backlash about Marseille now. <laughs> So they're in my back four for ruining um, what is a fantastic competition. Eight and a half thousand uh, teams enter. Imagine that. Eight and a half thousand teams entering the FA Cup. Get our first eight team in there. Uh, in my front three this week is the Weatherspoons app. Did you oh, see? That's, that's my front three 24-7. <laughs> Did you see um, that this guy last week who uh, he went into Weatherspoons and uh, he went for a cheeky pint quite, quite early in the morning, like 10.30. He tweeted something like... Um, I can't remember. I'll read it out actually. 
So hold on. I feel like Danny's so behind. The, if this is going where I think it's going, no, no, no. On Twitter with the guy on Twitter. Sorry, go on. Um, yeah, I don't think it is. Um, so if you've tried the Weatherspoons game where you give out your table number and you see what freebies people can send you. So this guy, he popped into his local Spoons and he went, oh, what should he nicknamed the captain on Twitter. I don't know why. Bit, bit bizarre, bit of a weirdo. And he basically said, uh, what drink shall I have? Anyway, um, he posted a tweet saying, just in for one. Um, and then someone responded going, what's your table number? So he responded, 54. And he tagged the one he was in. Anyway, within... Literally minutes, he's, he had hundreds and hundreds of pounds started going through of people buying him drinks. And before within two hours, he had £700 worth of beers being brought over to his table and started going absolutely crazy. So he started tweeting. And anyway, it's a whole funny story about his tweet. But that was basically... I just thought it was really good. And, and yeah, old news. Bro. Yeah. It's come on. Front three back, four from four. Archive. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's literally happened up. this week. Yeah, but how many times has that happened? It has this news. £700 <laughs> worth of beers. Oh, man, it's literally like an hour. That happens every week now. No, it is. Yeah. Old news. Old news. That was that Weatherspoons that was still serving peas the following day. Because <laughs> yeah, it? it took so long for the tweet to go viral. So, like, people were ordering food to this table. I'll just start handing it out to the patrons around there, innit? Anyway, he got really hammered and he started swearing and abusing people on Twitter. It's quite a funny story. I won't. Anyway. There you go. No, please right. tell us more of this that's, story that's that happened. That's the end of your four-year-old story. Go on, Mark. All right. In my back four this Jesus. week... <laughs> it's the 2002 <laughs> World Cup. <laughs> Did he mean that free kick? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Seaman will never leave that now. <laughs> I... I I didn't want to, because I hate going too political, but Don't in my it. back four is Megxit. So, oh, yeah. Harry and Meghan's exit from the it. royal family. I'm Mark like, loves it. Break up the royal family. Loves it. I, I have Marxist. no strong opinion on this, except for <laughs> except I'm sick of hearing of it. Like, I am. It's <laughs> so on everything. It's just I gone. Care less. Oh, honestly, it's, it's so everywhere. Weird. It's like the biggest issue ever. It's now fallen into like a racist debate. It's now for I'm like a racist debate. How's that? Happen? They're saying she's left because the royal family's racist oh, and geez. the press are racist to her, and she's been forced out. And um, look, at some point at the dinner table, it's everyone's turn to pick up the dinner plates just because it was her three in a row. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the two sides are. She's been Black once. One said she's been forced out. If you look at the press, she's got very unfavorable coverage versus. Uh, Kate, uh, for examples, even like she's an English rose, isn't she, Kate? Have you yeah. seen Kate lately? No, oh, she looks terrible. Really? Oh, she's gonna say hot. Yeah. She's uh, no, she's lost heaps of weight. Future heaps queen. Of yeah. Oh my goodness, no! I won't but, have a bad word that, said. You're off yeah. to off to Canada with you. <laughs> yeah, that is something that people like. She is a future queen, so you're like there. There is a but there is a. a she's a queen right now. <clears> hey, <throat> but Megan does get like worst press the other side of the debate is she just wants fame and like there's a like she's gone into the royal family to try and promote herself she hasn't hasn't gone exactly because they're saying they want to be financially independent isn't that the whole point of being in the royal family is that you do self-promotion but like you, they all go out. That, like, is, we that, is, their, that family, is their job. But, yeah. but you have to, pretty sure that's their job. But you have to be certain things. Like you got to be politically Why? neutral. Like because the royals inf- have to be politically neutral. They can't have a side inf- mm. because yeah, that, that's why we have a separate like lawmaker lawmakers. But it's I'm just sick of it. I don't care. Like let them go because now it's like they want to become financially independent, even though 95 percent of their income will still come. 
and yeah, and it's like, well, I don't even know what's true anymore. Like, I'm like, I, don't, I just don't care. Like, if they want to go live in Canada, let them. Like, who cares? I yeah, think, I think, I think um, uh, William just wants to have a beer and not get judged from it. I think a lot of it is Harry. stirred up by um, William, <laughs> William the Conqueror. Harry, I don't, I don't even know anymore. And the fact is, the Queen won't even be Queen if it if it wasn't for her uncle giving up the crown. Like, so she won't. Grateful cow. But like this, this isn't new. Like. People Someone who hates talking about it. Oh, it's, it's just, <laughs> but it's been everywhere this week. Right, it? about four this week is hearing more. Okay, well no. But you know what it's like. These yeah. things come up and they become a, a big debate about racism and cultural issues. Everything and you're everything like, and anything. You're it's like, ludicrous. Yeah. Um, in my front three is uh, the Royal Mail. Oh, very royal this so week. So I've never collected stamps before. but they're, Never? Mate, you haven't lived. But they're releasing... Uh, to celebrate gaming within the UK. They're releasing special gaming stamps with certain games that were made in uh, the UK. So, do you remember Sensible Soccer? Uh, no. no. It's one of the, it's one of the like, founding football like games. Was it like a You mean like an electric game? It was, a, game? It was on a, a Atari, I think it was. Okay. It was like Sensible one of, Soccer. Yeah, it was one of the first football games. It was like... Oh, it used to... If you talk to anyone sort Did of over... Years later, like yeah. it, it was, we weren't, we were a bit too young at the time. Do you remember Lemons, Worms? Are we back onto Mark's list. Nice. Yeah. So they they're releasing stamps, and I I, I think they're quite good. I'm I'm, I'm probably going to buy some, but here's some photos. We'll tweet them later. Yeah, like we always we'll do. Out later. So they've got some lemons, some oh, sensible cool. soccer, some worms, micro machines. Oh, that's sensible yeah, soccer. I remember yeah. micro machines. That was quality. Micro machines was great. That was when it was on this on the pool table. Pool table. Yeah. 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 And then also one of our biggest games we make in the UK, Tomb Raider. Ah, so they've got four Tomb different... Raider stamps. Actually, that's quite cool. So yeah, characters. I don't know this, Dizzy. At first I thought it was uh, Ghouls and Goblins, but it looks like it. Wipeout, that was on the N64. Nice. Wipeout nice. was a great game. And you got your micro machine. You worms. Loved worms. And there's four, I think, Tomb Raider ones. Why are, they, cool. why are they all showing their back? I guess because the cleavage was always an issue, wasn't it? No, it is. That's one of the yeah. things that they always moaned about. So they've clearly picked four stamps. No, you've, seen the, you've seen the newest movie with Tomb Raider. I know it's like not that new. No. What? what? With Angelina Jolie eight no, years ago? Not, that's uh, even older than my back three. three years, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's like with your Ali Dan. About three years ago, some flat chested one foot. Okay. All right. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, you can buy stamps, but unfortunately, Chris, you won't have any Tomb Raider boobs, so... I'll still buy them now. Was that your front three or back four? Front three. Oh, I like Jesus. Good. Very good. It's not the Champions League yet, is it? <laughs> We've got a while yet. I think it's February. All right, all right. I've still got time to update the, yeah. the spreadsheet. Next We've week, though, big game. One million points <laughs> this week. No, it's a big game next week. Big game next weekend. Liverpool, Man United. Very good. Liverpool are going to drop their first... First loss well, of the uh, season. Sunday, the Sunday uh, 4.30 kick-off, isn't it? Yeah. The problem so is none of us will watch that and we'll talk heaps about it. The problem is it's at Anfield and it could be, oh, it could be horrible. It probably could be will horrible. be. Man United Wolves this week. What a nerd. FA Cup replay. Oh. Yeah. You got lucky not to lose that game. Very, very Did lucky. you not win your FA Cup game? Who were you playing? We were out. <laughs> out from, to May night, no? Third round? Remember. Wasn't it United-Arsenal, third round? This is the third round. Who okay, yes. Isn't it? Why? Is it? You're, you're oh, like a year behind. We figured out the FA Cup round. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.